small business owners have a big journey ahead. We're here to make that road a little easier with effective tips on everything from sales and marketing to succession. This is the Legacy Academy. Hello and welcome to the Legacy Academy. I'm your host, Justin Grice, the COO of LCO Law and co-founder of Real Pro Coaching. And with me is my wife, attorney Natalia Willette Grice, the owner of LCO Law and co-founder of Real Pro Coaching. Now, today we're going to be discussing amazing customer service. Now, if you provide any product or service that's really similar to another business, you really need a way to stand out from the crowd. And one of those ways is providing that amazing customer service experience. Now, Natalia, I think that most business owners know that they need to provide some level of customer service, but can you explain the importance of going above and beyond? Sure, Justin. So, uh, you know, above and beyond is really in the eye of the beholder. And customer service and what is above and beyond for your customers should really match that ideal client expectations, right? So you want to make sure that first you've defined really, really well down to the psychographics who your ideal client is because the way that you deliver that customer service is going to be ideally tailored to what they want, what they need, what they expect. And of course, it needs to match the pricing for your products and services, sure, right? Sure. Um, so to give to give a few examples, right? You know, mm-hmm. McDonald's. My, McDonald's is a business that's based on having low-priced hamburgers, fries, those kinds of things, right? (laughs) What is ideal customer service in that world is consistency. Consistency across cities, consistency across states, consistency even internationally, right? I mean, there's a few like tailored, unique little recipes for for different nations. But the reality is, is that if you buy a packet of French fries from McDonald's in, you know, Tampa, Florida, and you buy that same French fry in Bogota, Colombia, you're going to have the same experience. It's going to taste the same. The salt level is going to be the same. The type of potato, the shape of the fry, it's all about consistency. And that is um, amazing customer service in respect of McDonald's. Sure. Right? Sure. Um, Thinking about like other, other companies, other industries, let's talk about Costco, right? Like what's an amazing customer service experience at Costco, right? It's a, you know, you get everything that you need in one place. You get maybe months worth of what you need in one place. Um, You know, you have an expectation as a customer that the employees are going to be really happy and pleasant people. You know that they're well-paid employees versus other kind of like big shop store experiences. Um, And you also know that you're going to, you know, if you if you go at the right time, you're going to get to experience and taste some of the products and services. Yeah, that's a good right. example. So so that is kind of like that amazing customer service experience that's tailored to their ideal customer base. Right. And that's going to be extremely different from, for example, the experience and what is considered an amazing customer experience at a luxury goods store. Right. If you walk into a Louis Vuitton, uh, what you're going to be treated with is like 
luxury and exclusivity and privacy. There's a line to get in because they only allow a few people in at a time so that they can deliver that kind of experience of exclusivity and kind of like having your own personal concierge as mm-hmm. you walk in. Yeah, they're probably going to have champagne on ice <laughs> ready for you. Right? It's all about what is it that the the expectations that have been set aside from the beginning for that ideal customer, how do they match that experience that they're having by interacting with your business. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes it amazing. Um, amazing for Walmart is different than amazing for Louis Vuitton. And that's okay, but each of them knows how to speak to their ideal client. And your business needs to do the same. Oh, that's really great advice. Uh, you never really think, because you know, when you when we were growing up, you know, we had the customer is always right, you know, things like that. You know, just old business attitudes that we we kind of took his gospel, but knowing who your ideal client is and being able to tailor the customer experience and the customer service to what they would expect mm-hmm. sounds, sounds like it's, you know, a, a really important aspect of, of the customer service experience. Um, what are some key aspects? Are there any general key aspects to amazing customer service? Well, I would say like some of the like general key aspects of amazing customer service are that your um, expectations that you set up from the first moments that your your potential client or potential customer has any communications with your business before they become a bit like a client or a customer, right? Mm-hmm. Those expectations uh, that you're creating match up. So everything that has to do with your marketing, online referral, your website, your communications with referral partners, um, what you say at networking events, what you say in sales letters and your postcards, right? All of that matches, mm-hmm. matches your intake process, your sales experience, your product contact, your delivery, your follow-up, your installation, your service, your upgrades, right? It matches. That's the key. And obviously, right, it needs to be delivered politely. Sure, sure. (laughs) It needs to be delivered respectfully, right? Those are givens, right? Respect, uh, courtesy, kindness, right? Uh, Great listening skills that you're actually listening to what they're asking for. Those are essential. Those are essential key baseline aspects that every um, business needs to have in providing amazing customer service. But ultimately, you have got to know what your business is and who your business's ideal client is. Because what makes something amazing for customer A at Target may actually be terrible to customer B at Walmart. And so, so it's very much about are those communications that you're laying out the groundwork for setting those experiences or setting up those expectations of those experiences really matching up what they are getting when it comes to the true one-to-one interaction with you? Um, and and again, you have to know your business, right? If you are a high-volume, low-cost business, you're, you can't then try to please the, you know, the, the customer that's going to want a, a bunch of handholding and a million phone calls to address their questions. It's not going to work out. They're going to be upset. Yeah. They're going <laughs> right? to be dissatisfied. Sure. Um, and so you've got to understand that your communications 
um, in order to provide that what is perceived as amazing customer service, right? Because it's all about perceptions. It's mm-hmm. all about what does that ideal customer see mm-hmm. and the unideal customer see so that they get scared and run off, right? Um, and it's all about communicating that in a way that's clear, that's not ambiguous, that's not sending out mixed messages so that the expectations match what they're seeing and what they're receiving in terms of that service experience. Right. And, and, and I have found that when when your messaging and your delivery aren't in sync, it, it leads to people being dissatisfied, more mm-hmm. refunds, things yep. like that. But it also, it, it can lead to a negative review. Like, mm-hmm. hey, these guys didn't, even though the service itself, the product itself was adequate, right. e- even above adequate, if the experience doesn't match what they expected. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have to lay that groundwork out. Yeah, and 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 it's very essential that you know you train people in your business to not set up the wrong expectations. Everyone needs to understand what the expectations should be for your ideal client. Right. So how can business owners incorporate this level of customer service? And it sounds like it's tailored customer Mm -hmm. service to all points of the customer journey, you know, from inception, you know, they saw your ad on Facebook, they saw your ad in the newspaper, all the way through to the sale. So I would say uh, as, a, as a business owner, your job is to, to audit your business for a consistent message and means of delivery of that service, right? Mm-hmm. So um, take the time to go through each of the stages and see what is stage marketing saying to my potential customers, right? And is it saying a message that my ideal customer wants to hear or is it saying a message that somebody that's not my ideal customer wants to hear? Then, I mean, you move along to, you know, intake, whatever the intake, it could be, you know, somebody walking through your door and picking up a product and bringing it to a counter. It could be somebody calling in a service-based business and setting up an appointment with you, but it needs to be, okay, what's being communicated there all the way across? And what are the people that are interacting with your potential clients or potential customers saying along the way? You need an audit and you need to, to really understand is it all matching? Mm-hmm. Is it consistent? Um, and you've got to remember that you're examining how your business is the right fit for the ideal client. You're not out there to amaze everyone, just your ideal client. So your goal ultimately in incorporating amazing customer service is to leave an impression in that ideal client, like a stamp in your ideal client that your business is made to fit their needs, right? You want essentially your ideal customer to say this in their head or to say it out loud. They get me. That is how you know that you are really meeting amazing customer service to to your ideal client across that customer journey. Excellent. Excellent. So like there's going to be times where somebody who is not technically your ideal client is going to make it into your business and they're going to purchase your product or service. And I feel like maybe that baseline of the, you know, the golden rule, treat them how Mm -hmm. they want to be treated, politeness. And something that may not be tailored to them personally, you still have a chance with that excellent, um, you know, that, that, that feeling if you are 
hitting all the points as far as you, how you pointed out in those general rules, the politeness, the kindness and all that. Would you say that that, that, yeah, I mean, that uh, that goes a long way in establishing a baseline of this is a professional business that I'm bringing my my money to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that is absolutely essential. But the kinds of interactions, again, tailor them to that ideal client. Even if a person is coming and bringing your business and they're not necessarily like 100% your ideal client, that's okay. Something about the way that your business communicates really was appealing to them. Sure. It attracted them. So even if it's an 80% fit (laughs) psychologically, and this is all psychological level stuff, right? They are going to be pleased by the consistency in the expectations matching the delivery. Okay. So that that's essential. And and listen, like politeness is also on a spectrum, right? Because if you take your Harley Davidson to a bike shop, right? Communications might be a little bit more body, a little bit uh, more on like slightly vulgar side, but there's still an underlying level of like what is respected for that industry, that kind of client, you know, what are they comfortable with, right? That's going to differ significantly from somebody that is going to purchase a $17 million home, sure. right? And the level of communications that go there and into that kind of business. So it's like, it's what's polite and golden rule and all of that for that industry as well and for that ideal client, right? Because there's that, that that gray scale of things. Mm-hmm. But you yeah. need to know your own business. You need to know your own ideal client. You need to make sure that things match for that. Everyone else, right? Like if they're not, if they're extremely not your ideal client, bam, they're, they're going to go off yeah, and be satisfied somewhere else. Yeah, you shouldn't be anyway. Well, or, you, as, or taking right. them on as a exactly. client. Exactly. You, you shouldn't be taking them on because they're not going to be happiest with you. They're going to be happy with another business and there's plenty of people to go around for different businesses. <clears throat> but you really should be um, optimizing, optimizing the whole process sure. for that ideal client so that they feel they get me. This is ideal. This is excellent customer service. And it doesn't have to be exceptional. It's just excellent for them. Sure. Okay. Um, so what are some of the benefits to providing great customer service? We all know that, you know, when, when you have good customer service or great customer service, you, people are going to come back. Mm-hmm. You're going to have repeat clients. Is there anything outside of that? Well, um, so outside of obviously retention of your ideal clients, right, or getting more of those ideal clients, yeah, you're going to see you're going to see better reviews, mm-hmm. right? But reviews, when I say better reviews, I mean more than like, it was great to work with them. You're going to get more specific types of reviews about the experience, which then in turn, the right people see. Sure. (laughs) It attracts them. It appeals to them. And then you get more of those ideal clients coming into your business, which is always good for everybody involved. Right. You you (laughs) definitely want to be handling more of your ideal clients as opposed to the people who are just trickling in. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. It's going to increase your employee satisfaction, right? Because your employees know this is exactly what we do. This is our exact process to make sure that our ideal client is satisfied. I have a clear expectation of what my role is as an employee in delivering service. Um, And because it's so clear, there's a lot less of the, well, I thought I was supposed to say this and I I thought I was supposed to do that. And, you know, that kind of like... (laughs) Um, drama that develops in a business 
when your employees don't know what they need to be doing to make your customer, your ideal customer happy. Right. And it, um, it seems to me like when they're dealing with less complaints as well, mm-hmm. you know, your employees are going to be happier to provide that service, you know, and that excellent customer service. Because they're not dealing with the negative vibes that they're getting from from somebody who isn't satisfied. Right. And, and, you know, you want to hear from your team things like, I love working with people like ex-client. Sure. You want to hear that, right? And and you want to attract more of that. Um, When you provide customer service that is amazing to your ideal client, it's also going to scare away the wrong potential customers. You want to do that, okay? You do not, I'm going to repeat this, you do not want to serve, quote, everybody in your business. You are not (laughs) Coca-Cola. You don't have the resources to do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, And so you want to make sure that your business service, right, whatever it might be, is ringing that bell, that Pavlovian kind of like salivation (laughs) for the right client and it's just like, it could even like almost kind of disgust a little bit, the wrong kind <laughs> of client. And that's okay. Um, Justin, talking about, you know, these uh, benefits, right, in providing amazing customer service. And we've discussed a bit about like, what are the baseline things that every every business should have, right? I mean, obviously you need to be, like we said, right, polite and you need to listen and you need to kind of treat people with respect clearly. Yep. What are some of those outside the box ideas to enhance the customer experience that you can give some business owners out there? Well, so there are a few things that I know that we do. We have these things that are called gas calls, G-A-S. And really what it stands for is give a shit. And we have these phone calls, you know, we, we, we try to get to them quarterly or, or, or semi-annually where we just check in with somebody that we've serviced, you know, somebody that we've had on as a client. And it's not a sales call. It's not a referral ask. We're honestly just calling to see how they're doing, you know, and that, that kind of goes a long way. A lot of these customers really, I've gotten comments personally where they're like, wow, nobody ever does this. Nobody calls to check in. It's always a sales call. It's always, hey, how can we help you today? And while that might, you know, worm its way into the conversation, depending on on how it goes, the purpose of the call is not to make a sale. It's just to check in on them. Um, Another thing um, is thank you cards. Something handwritten, something personalized. It it seems small. It seems even maybe like a no-brainer, but not a lot of companies are doing it handwritten, personalized thank yous for choosing us. You have all these options and you chose us. We spoke to you and we want to make sure that you're, you know, you're, you're still satisfied and and to let you know that we appreciate you. Um, uh, one, one more that I think is awesome and I know that I love receiving this is little, little gifts. You know, I know that we will hand out, you know, little treats or things like that. Um, or order something off of Amazon to fit our client or somebody in their family. I, I know that it, it just shows it's not just a transactional relationship, that you actually care about them. Mm-hmm. So I think that the, the main focus should be to show that you care about them as a person and not just a transaction. Right. And that, and that goes into, you know, like why you decided to open up the business 
that you opened up and why you chose this ideal client as your ideal client. There's something deeply profound that you care about that is impacting the life of those ideal clients. And so in everything that you do, right, in, in calls, in thank you cards, in little unexpected presents to liven up their life, it demonstrates that you as the owner of this business and your employees, right, are actually really, truly concerned with the entire spectrum of what goes on in the life of those clients. And that does go to show exceptional customer service. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because it's not just about the actual service that you provide or the actual product that you sell. It's about those connections and demonstrating to them that you're in it for the long term, caring about them. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. Now, how important is customer feedback to creating that uh, you know, amazing customer experience with your business. Oh, it's it's essential, right? Like, but it has to be, again, right? The right customer, your ideal customer. You want to get feedback from that A customer that you have defined, right? Mm-hmm. Feedback from the F client you wanted to fire forever is really irrelevant. It really is, absolutely. <laughs> um, they're not who you want. What you want is you want to have that conversation with that ideal client and you want to ask them, right? Set aside the time to really speak with them and and ask, you know, what made that experience great? Um, what could make their experience with your business even better? What are maybe other needs uh, within your industry that you could meet for them? Um, what questions or needs could you maybe anticipate next time for them? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, who could you connect them with? Because just because, you know, like, especially if you do business to business, right? You know businesses need all sorts of services. Right. And so ensuring that you're there also to connect them, to help them with other needs is is really, really important. And it also can open up um, potential joint ventures with other businesses. So for example, let's say that you practice holistic medicine, right? And one of the biggest needs that your potential customers talk about is you know they have like chronic back pain or they get achy so you might want to start up like a joint venture of services um co-services with a massage therapist Mm -hmm. right so it by having these conversations you will also get ideas on how to package a a maybe a product or a service together with another industry that can help you both grow together, but also help make that customer really feel like all of their needs are being met um, through your business. And that's really essential. All right. So for a final thought, Natalia, what are three things that uh, a business owner can do today to improve their customer service experience? All right, so number one, call those top five clients, your ideal clients, and request that specific feedback that that I mentioned. Uh, Two, train your referral sources to really prepare your ideal customers on what that experience is going to be working with you. Right, sure. And then three, train your team across all the departments to make sure that there is that consistent message that matches that marketing message about the type of service experience they're going to have. You need to train your team. Yep. Excellent. So you've heard it. You, you need to tailor these uh, experiences. The whole customer journey should be laid out and you have full control over it. So go through your system, do an audit, 
Make sure that your messaging is consistent. Make sure that the experience is commensurate to your product or service and get out there and call your clients. Let them know that you care.